Welcome to the special Entrepreneur Adventure Serial CFO Series coming to you in 2021. I got a special series. I'm going to be delivering lots of episodes for you. Going to teach you how to financially win in business and in life, how to keep more money in your pocket and in your business. I'm your host for this series, Chad Brown, the serial CFO. It's January right now, so no better time to talk about taxes than right now. We're coming into tax season. Things are a lot different. And what's the fastest way to keep more money in your pocket and in your business? By saving on taxes. Do you really want to send 30 or 40% of your income to Uncle Sam for him to manage? Or do you want to use the tools and the things in place that allow you to keep the money in your pocket? We're going to talk about taxes today. We're going to focus on that. It doesn't matter if you're an employee, if you're just starting out or thinking about your entrepreneurial journey, or if you've been in business your whole life and have a massive corporation. I'm going to teach some things today that helps you keep more money in your pocket. Here we go. Let's dive in. First off, this is going to sound kind of biased, but it's the truth. This is not the year to do your own taxes. Don't do it this year. We've got all sorts of changes on top of one of the biggest changes in tax bills in history. The 2018 tax bill was the biggest tax law change we've seen in 30 years. That was huge. A lot of that's just now taking place. Now you throw on top of it. CARES Act, Appropriations Act, uh, all sorts of different stimulus and things that affect your taxes. What's health insurance doing with taxes right now? All those things is why you need a professional preparing your taxes for this year and closing out your 2020 to help you keep the most money in your pocket. Let's touch on a few of those things so you understand what I'm talking about. Number one, stimulus payments. Most of you got 1200 unless you made too much. Back in the summer, another 600 has been approved. A lot of you have got the 600. If for some reason you did not get the stimulus, that does not mean you're not going to get it. Both of these stimulus packages, the 1,200 per person and the 600 per person, were advances. That means they're in advance on a credit for your 2020 tax return. All this has to be tied out now. You don't have to pay anything back. It's not going to hurt your tax return. But if you didn't get it and you should have, or if your income is down for 2020 and now you qualify, or if you had a child during 2020 and you have another dependent on the return, all this means you're going to get stimulus credit on your tax return that has never before been done in this format on a tax return. You need a professional handling this. Here's something else pretty cool. Been doing this 21 years. I have never seen this before. Earned income credit and child tax credit. That results in huge refunds and credits on your tax returns. Most of these are refundable credits, which means it equals money in your pocket and money coming as credits on the tax return. You can now choose. Do you want to use your 2019 income if it was higher, or do you want to use 2020? See, the way child tax credit and earned income credit works You get more money the more earned income you make up to a certain point. Then it goes the other direction. 
So you may have had very little earnings or very little self-employment income or very little business income in 2020, but guess what? You can now choose to use 2019 for these credits to get you more money. This is crazy. One of the craziest tax rules I've ever seen. I've done about five returns already. It resulted in two, three, four, and almost $5,000 back in a few tax returns that I prepared this past week. This is huge. This is something you want to look out for. Here's something else pretty cool. If you were struggling in 2020 because of pandemic and you took money out of your retirement account, never a great idea, especially if you're under the age of 59. But if you took money out, there's a special rule, pandemic rule. You do not have to pay the 10% early withdrawal penalty and you have up to three years to put the money back without paying taxes, or you can keep the money, break the taxes up over a three-year period so it can be spread out, not putting you into a higher tax bracket, not boosting your income up so you're not getting some of these credits. Definitely something for a professional to handle. There's a, also a $300 front page charitable contribution. You no longer have to itemize to be able to take advantage of some charitable contribution. Everybody gets an option to take 300 right off the bat, give you some incentive to give some money to help people. And the last item for you individuals out there that were out of work because of the pandemic and COVID, unemployment is taxable. Most of the people I know did not have taxes coming out of their unemployment it is going to be taxed on the tax return. You need to know what you can deduct against it and what you can use. That's something on the individual side, on a lot of employee side. When it comes to business owners and things that are new or changed, there's a lot of credits out there for you too. Some of these fall on payroll, some of these fall on the tax return. Number one, lots of payroll tax credits. There's paid sick leave credits. You can get 100% of your employees pay back in your pocket if you paid them to stay at home when they thought they had COVID or had COVID or had COVID symptoms. If you paid somebody to be out for two weeks under the rules and the laws of the CARES Act, you can get 100% of that back in credits on your payroll tax return. There's something called employee retention credits. You can get up to 50% of an employee's wages up to 10 grand per employee. If you meet those requirements, that's a credit. There's something called paid family leave credit on that one. If your employee had to stay at home because they couldn't find childcare or their kid was out of school, there's some special credits for you as an employer to allow them to stay at home and work from home and still be paid and do their job. Another big one, this is still in place from the 2018 tax bill. Most of you probably know about this, the 20% QBI deduction. This is big for the small business owner. You get a 20% deduction off of profit just off the rip. If you're a corporation, an S-corp, a partnership, a pass-through entity, uh, a Schedule C, self-employed, that's big. If you show $100,000 profit, historically you were taxed on hundred grand. Now you get a 20% cut off of that, just part of tax law, it's been around for a year now. Uh, you don't no longer pay taxes on hundred grand. You're now paying it on eighty thousand dollars. So your taxable income goes down by twenty percent if you're a small business owner and you have a pass-through entity, self-employed, or a Schedule C. That's an awesome way to keep more money in your business. We 
finally got clarity on the PPP loan. If you got the PPP loan, it's been all over the place in 2020. Is it taxable? Is it not taxable? Can I deduct expenses? Guess what? Never seen it before, but it's true. It's happening. Your PPP is fully forgiven. Almost everybody I know meets the rules, and you don't have to pay taxes on it. That is awesome. You can deduct the expenses you use the money for. If you use it for payroll, take that deduction. You don't have to claim the PPP as income. You're legally getting to double dip for the first time in history. Such an amazing opportunity for business owners to use money in their business to keep people working and employed and to get a tremendous amount of tax benefit and business boost from it. Another cool tax situation that has came out of all of this, mills are 100% deductible again. Uh, if you recall a couple years ago, mills got dropped to 50% and a lot of stuff got excluded. Not anymore. They're back. 100% mill deduction. Go out to eat. Take your employees out to eat. Go out. Have coffee with clients, potential clients. It's all 100% deduction. As long as you are having meals with clients, potential clients, employees, co-workers, business partners, all those things, and you're talking business, you can take advantage of that 100% meal deduction. Now, let's go into some things you might not know just about tax planning in general and ways that you can save some money. The first segment, we're going to talk about those that are just starting out on their entrepreneurial journey. You're just starting out in business, a side gig, or you're thinking about doing a side gig. They are tremendous tax benefits for going this direction. If you're picking a side hustle or you're starting a side hustle, it doesn't matter. You're cutting grass, you're pressure washing, you're painting, you're building websites, you're selling stuff on eBay. Uh, maybe you're starting a podcast. Uh, maybe you're doing car detailing. Maybe you're doing cooking classes from home on Zoom. No matter what it is, if you're in pursuit of a profit, you do not have to make a profit. You do not have to have more income than expenses. You don't have to meet a certain threshold. If you're in pursuit of a profit, that means you are a business and that means you can write your expenses off. You can take advantage of things like cell phone, home internet, home office, going to lunches with people that are business related, uh, going to events, buying books, buying Zoom subscriptions, subscribing to online courses and apps, insurance, mileage or vehicles or vehicle insurance, office supplies, new computers, new cell phones, speakers for your house, cameras for Zoom, all these things come into play. So what I see for a lot of startup, small businesses or entrepreneurs or people getting into new spaces or pivoting because of the pandemic, guess what? They're finding ways to make an extra $500, $1,000, $2,000 a month, and they're also finding ways to write off things vehicles, mileage, cell phones, things they're already spending anyway that are now business-related, or maybe you're buying a vehicle, or maybe you have an office you can now start depreciating. Maybe you have equipment and things you haven't been able to write off, and now you are. Let's say you're doing some handyman stuff or some construction stuff. You can now write off all those saws and tools and all these things you already have. 
You don't have to go back and buy new stuff. It's called putting in use. You're putting in use items you already have, which means you can now write them off even though you've bought them in the past. So it's really awesome. What I see is a lot of people, especially their first year, sometimes their first two years in business, you may bring in on a side hustle or a side gig fifteen dollars or $20,000 in income, maybe more, and you're writing off more than that in expenses and mileage and depreciation. So a scenario where somebody start engaging in a side gig, not only are they making an extra $1,000 a month, they're saving over $500 a month in taxes from their other job or their other gig. So losses from your business or startup or entrepreneur adventure can offset and save taxes from your day job, your W-2 job, or your spouse's job. So if you're making an extra 1000 a month and you're saving 500 a month in taxes, that's an extra $1,500 a month in your pocket. That's eighteen grand in your pocket just from engaging in a side gig. And I highly recommend everybody, if you're looking for ways to make extra money or do something additional, or you're thinking about going out on your own in business, start a side gig first. Don't quit your day job. Don't leave or your money's coming in because there's awesome income and tax opportunities to starting it while you still have your current job or you're in a current employee somewhere. Highly recommend that. Again, ways you can make money and save taxes and put way more in your pocket. If you're already going down that road, if you're already a business and you're trying to figure out, how should I be filing? What should I be doing? S Corporation, ladies and gentlemen, if you are making a profit and you are filing as a sole proprietor or just an LLC or a partnership or own your personal return, change it. S Corp is the way to go. Build in tax benefit. You know what? You switch to an S-Corp, you save 15.3% in taxes if you're a business, just like that, right off the rip, like the flip of a switch, change to an S-Corp, you'll save 15.3% in Social Security Medicare tax. Uh, it keeps you from paying at that high 40 to 45% rate that a lot of small business owners end up paying. Now, there's some special stipulations, some rules to it. You need a professional to help you with this. So that is something I recommend. All the businesses I own are S-Corps. 95% uh, of all my business clients are S-Corps. It is the vehicle and the way for you to have flexibility and have the easiest route to keep more money in your business and in your pocket. Some other things you can do. There's Georgia tax credits if you're here in Georgia. There's a uh, Gold scholarship, private school tuition credits, a lot of state credits and things. With the change in administration, we're probably going to see uh, some more benefit out of the energy sector, energy efficient uh, credits, things from uh, all electric vehicles, solar panels, LED lighting, uh, energy star appliances. All those things are probably going to come back to play in a larger format on the tax return here really fast. Now, what are some things you can deduct if you're a business owner, big business owner, small business owner, uh, corporation, self-employed, real estate agent 1099, all those things. Here's some things to think about. Make sure you're tracking and you're taking advantage of. Again, 
for us out there preparing taxes for you, for the tax professionals. We don't need your receipts. You hang on to your receipts. You keep those in case you're audited. Knock on wood. Hope that never happens. Hope it doesn't happen to me or my clients, but keep them just in case. Odds are you're probably not going to need them, but have them just in case. For us on taxes, we need things in year-end categories. We need things totaled up. We need to know, hey, this is the amount of office expenses I had this year. This is the amount of supplies I bought. This is my cost of goods. This is my income. This is my cell phone bill for the year. Don't have to have all the details. You need to be tracking that on your side in some sort of spreadsheet or accounting format. But here are some things you can deduct, some things often see missed to think about. The biggest one on most small business owner returns that I see missed is mileage. You can choose. You can deduct the vehicles. You can go out and buy vehicles and deduct them, or you can take mileage. Mileage is bumped up. It has went from the low 50s to the high 50s. I think right now it's 57 and a half cents per mile. That is a per diem deduction. You drive 20,000 miles a year. You easily get over a $10,000 deduction on your tax return for business miles. So make sure you're tracking mileage. My favorite app is Mile IQ. That is uh, something that'll track it for you. It'll generate reports. It can send it right to your CPA or tax professional. It's awesome. Internet bill from home. Everybody's working from home. Everybody's working at night from home. Everybody uses their internet for business. Your home internet deductible in almost all cases if you own any type of business. Same thing with your cell phone. You just can't operate a business this day and age without a cell phone. So it's becoming 100% deductible for a lot of businesses. Car insurance is one. If you're riding off vehicle or fuel and you're not taking mileage, watch out for that car insurance. That's a good deduction. Anything you're spending to work from home. New screens, speakers, cameras. We talked about Zoom subscriptions. We talked about all those things. Maybe you're beefed up uh, your home office. You bought some new furniture. You bought a chair. Maybe you built a backdrop so it looks better. All those things are 100% deductible, along with any apps or things, any subscriptions, magazines, books, anything you're buying to get better at entrepreneurship or business, you can take those things. This goes, again, these are things I often see missed. Um, any sort of equipment you're buying, if you're in the any type of business that requires tools or equipment, that's anything from trailers to UTVs to saws to all sorts of different things that can fall under those categories with everything from vehicles to equipment to leasehold improvements you can now take accelerated depreciation up to a million dollars a year i think it's a million and fifty now if you spend that much crazy deductions crazy awesome accelerated depreciation some really good rules and laws still in place to benefit the business owner same thing for you investors that are investing in rental real estate. All these things still apply. Mileage, cell phone, car insurance, home internet, going to Lowe's buying stuff, tools, equipment, books, podcasts, subscriptions, all these things you're doing as rental landlords to get better at what you do, what you're paying for property management. Of course, the direct items which is property insurance and property taxes, uh, mortgage interest if you have a note on it. All these things are deductible. Don't forget, being 
a landlord is like a business. It opens up the whole gamut of deductions. So make sure you're taking advantage of everything you can there. Every dollar in expense you come up with puts 30 cent back in your pocket at least. For some of you, it could be up to 40 cent. It all depends on your tax situation. Most of my clients, if they can come up with $10,000 in deductions or expenses or things we can write off or mileage or those things, is saving them three or $4,000 in taxes. If they can come up with $50,000, then at that point, we're looking at saving $15,000 in taxes. So it is worth keeping up with. These are the ways you use the loopholes and the tax laws in your favor to keep more money in your pocket. It's not that complicated. All you gotta do is keep up with things. And that is how you continue to grow your business and grow your life financially, become more successful by paying less money in taxes and doing it in legit legal ways. You're just taking advantage of the things that are out there you can utilize. If you're not doing that, it's not too late. You can still go back. You haven't filed your 2020 return yet. You can still go back, figure all this stuff out, take advantage of all these things, add up what you need to. Now, here is the key. Here is how you really become financially free and you win in business and in life. I'm not telling you all these things and teaching you how to save all this money and save all this in taxes to just go out and blow or spend in crazy ways. I'm teaching you this because the next step is taking that money you saved and making smart financial decisions with it, investing that money. It's a great place to talk about stocks and investing all this money we're saving in taxes into something that's going to help you win. Stocks are a great way. The stock market is a great way. Buy Starbucks stock. Buy mutual funds. Maybe you're investing in rental real estate. Uh, maybe you're investing back in your business. Maybe you're investing in an employee or in another business. The key to becoming wealthy and growing yourself financially where you're financially free and you become more successful financially is using the tips I'm teaching you here to save money in your pocket and you use that money to invest in other areas. Just like if we were buying Starbucks stock, uh, that's an example, uh, buying rental real estate. There's thousands of different ways you can invest, but just be smart with the money you save. I hope this provided a ton of value for you. I hope I educated you and made you feel way better and equipped to go into tax season and get ready to plan to figure out who you're going to use and what you're going to write off for your 2020 taxes. Until next time, I'm the Serial CFO. Spend less than you make, invest the rest. Talk to you soon, everybody. Follow me, Serial CFO on Instagram, SerialCFO.com. Lots of tax tips, lots of business advice will continue coming your way. Stay tuned as we get ready for episode two coming up in a couple weeks on the Serial CFO series of Entrepreneur Adventure. Have a great day. If you're a fan of the Entrepreneur Adventure podcast, we would love to hear about it. You can leave us a review right here on your favorite podcast app. 
You can subscribe to the podcast or you can find us on Instagram at The Entrepreneur Adventure. Until next time, thank you for joining us.